does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Coming up, we got basketball, football. We're doing stuff. We got a lot going on. We we got a lot going on. Talking some college football, IU and Purdue, Notre Dame. Right now, though, enough of me. More of the star of the show. It's Network Indiana's Brendan King. Coach, great to be with you and Nathaniel Finch. Let's dive into it. We teased it before the update. This is going to be a busy one, so lock in for the next four minutes, beginning with the 51st annual IHSAA Football State Finals complete and ready to go next weekend at Lucas Oil Stadium. We have game times and matchups after 99% of it was filled last night. There was one more gap to fill in 2A semi-state today. North Posey a 30-piece on Southmont. 37-7. North Posey heading to the state championship. They'll play in the 2A title game against Fort Wayne Bishop Lures on Saturday morning at 11 a.m., Bishop Lures is 11 and 3. North Posey is 13 and 1. The rest of your slate will look like this: Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, things lead off 11 a.m. Friday morning. Another rematch: Adams Central 14 and 0, Indianapolis Lutheran 12 and 0. Lutheran looks for the three-peat. That's followed at three o'clock with the 3A title game. Chatard goes against Heritage Hills. Chatard, the defending champ, at 14. 14 and 0 Heritage Hills into the dance at 13 and 1. And the 5A title game follows at 7 o'clock that Friday night. Fort Wayne Snyder versus Decatur Central. Snyder is 12 and 1. Decatur Central comes in 11 and 2. We told you about Saturday's morning slate. Fort Wayne Bishop Lures North Posey. 3 o'clock start then for 4A. Northwood battles East Central. East Central defending champ 14 and 0. They face Northwood at 12 and 2. Then in 6A, Crown Point 13 and 0 into the big one for the first time. Seven o'clock start for 6A. Crown Point goes up against 12 and 1 Ben Davis. That is your slate. One week from now for the IHSAA Football State Finals. Over to college football today. Number 19, Notre Dame played and probably took out some frustration against Wake Forest. 45-7, the 500th game ever at Notre Dame Stadium. Sam Hartman against his former team, 21 of 29, 277 yards with zero interceptions and four touchdowns. Audric Estime with 115 yards on the day plus a TD. It was his fifth 100-yard rushing game of the year. Michigan State survived against Indiana. Indiana today in Bloomington, 24-21. IU missed a potential game-tying field goal with two seconds to go. Hoosiers lose by three of the bucket game next week. Speaking of the bucket game, the other half, Purdue lost to Northwestern in Evanston, 23-15. No Hudson card today for Purdue. Ryan Brown and Bennett Meredith filled in at quarterback. They combined for 140 yards, no touchdowns, and two picks. The bucket game comes up next Saturday at noon in West Lafayette. Ball State handled Kent State today 34-3. The Cardinals rushed for 300 yards, 140 of those 
belonged to Marquez Cooper. Elsewhere, FCS football, Drake got the best of Butler in the Battle of the Bulldogs, 13-9. Drake won the Pioneer League. They're on their way to the FCS playoffs. Southern Illinois defeated Indiana State, 38-9. It was St. Thomas, Minnesota over Valparaiso, 16-10. In the Division II playoffs, Pittsburgh State, 35, UND, 14. Sorry, boys. Alma beat DePaul, 32-17 in the first round of the D3 playoffs. Other scores from college football, Iowa won the Big Ten West by beating Illinois 15-13. So Iowa heads to downtown Indy for the Big Ten Championship two weeks from now. They'll see one of Ohio State and Michigan. Ohio State hammered Minnesota today 37-3 and Michigan survived against Maryland without Jim Harbaugh 31-24. Ohio State Michigan comes up next week. The winner of that game will head to Indianapolis for the Big Ten Championship. College basketball, LaSalle survived against Southern Indiana 79-78. Southern Indiana is 1-4. Evansville got the win over Ball State 74-50 and Purdue Fort Wayne 5-0 beating South Dakota 93-81. Welcome back everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven the number two savelives.org. College football today, IU, Michigan State. Michigan State wins this one 24-21 from the IU Sports Network. John Herrick joins me. John, this was uh, a disappointment to say the least. This is one that, uh, that got away from him, quite frankly. Yeah, um, and it's just you know two straight weeks in a row, three-point losses. Um, you know, in excruciating fashion that come down oh, to yeah. the final minutes. Um, you know, what was even more painful today is that a lot of seniors um, played their last game at Memorial mm-hmm. Stadium. Players like Aaron Casey, um, you know, Noah Pierre. Noah Pierre has been hurt, but, you know, he was celebrated on senior day, and that just makes it even, uh, even harder uh, to stomach a loss like this. Uh, officiating was very suspect in the waning um, stages of the game. Uh, I think a pass interference penalty should have been called on Michigan State. They don't do it. Uh, a very questionable intentional grounding penalty really sets oh IU my. back yeah. 10 yards. Oh and then they missed the, right. missed the ga- game-tying field goal, which led to that. And then there was a, a holding right. penalty that they missed that Tom Allen was livid about. But, again, you also had a chance with when your team was up 21-17 with four minutes to go, mm-hmm. and you had a fourth and three, and Michigan State converts that uh, en route to going up 24-21, and then a couple of missed tackles on, Mark, uh, on Malik Carr as he gets into the end zone to give Michigan State the lead, and then IU had one last crack at it and couldn't tie it up, and you lose 24-21. It's just um, – it's a tough way uh, to, you know, end the, your second to last game of the season, but uh, it, it, you know, you got to find a way to win next week with for the old oak and bucket. You know, that's that's where, you know, if you're Indiana or Purdue, you got a trophy up for grabs, and it's obviously a, a massive trophy that means a great deal to a lot of people. So one game to go. Yeah, it's frustrating. I mean, the, you see the frustration, like on the the game winning touchdown. You know, I, I you they have they have him. You know, the, the receiver bounces off an IU defender, levels him, and, and we just don't wrap him up. We don't get somebody there to get the other uh, to come in and help with the tackle, and he's able to get into the end zone for the the game winner. And you, you can hey, look, 
they're in a situation, unfortunately, when you can go back and replay. I'm with you on on, on some of the officiating and the, the intentional grounding. I just I heard the explanations from the experts and all that stuff, but common sense, for heaven's sakes, ought to enter into this equation at some point. But um, there's just so many things to be frustrated about on, on a game like today. Yeah, and again, you can't make mistakes that put the officials in a position right. to determine a big part of the game. And Indiana had chances in the first half. You know, they didn't score the entire first quarter. They didn't get going until the second quarter. Um, they're just, you know, a lot of little mistakes. And guys, you know, quite frankly, you know, what are you taught as a defensive player from a technique standpoint? Don't try to strip the ball out. Just tackle the player. Try to right. tackle him. Right. If you happen to strip the ball, great. But don't be trying to strip the ball away. And two times that happened uh, on touchdowns that Michigan State scored. If you just tackle him and you hold him Mm -hmm. short of the end zone, you never know what you can do on the next play. But you don't give yourself a chance when you let him get into the end zone on two separate occasions. Uh, Yeah, just just poor form tackling there. And that's basically how Malik Carr got into the end zone twice today uh, for Michigan State. And they take back the old brass platoon. John Herrick from the IU Radio Network. What time's the game tomorrow with UConn? That game is at 1 o'clock tomorrow, and if Indiana loses, then they would play uh, the loser of Louisville and Texas at 4.30 on Monday. If they win that game, then they would play uh, the winner of that other game uh, at 7 o'clock on Monday night. So uh, a Sunday-Monday uh you know, display of double, mm-hmm. uh, I guess you can two days of basketball for Indiana right, coming right. up. So busy time of year for Mike Woodson and his, uh, and his team. This will be one of those barometer type games because uh, to this point, you know, they, they've won, they've won all their games. Uh, haven't necessarily been challenged. They'll get challenged tomorrow. Yeah. And, and don't know about the status of Xavier Johnson. He got banged up a little bit against Wright state. Uh, if he doesn't play, that's going to make the, the guard situation a lot less deep. They, they may not be able to have a lot of depth at the guard right. point guard. So that will play a huge role in tomorrow's game. I don't think his injury is super serious, but it, I, it'll be interesting to see what that is right. uh, come game right. time. And then, of course, you, all your bigs are going to need to play well. Khalil Ware, Malik oh, yeah. Renew. You're yeah. going to have to defend the three-point line a lot better than they have been in these first three games. Uh, if you're going to have a shot. And certainly, as you know, UConn has players that can shoot it. uh, And that's part of the reason they were the defending national champions. So a lot of challenges coming up tomorrow. John Herrick, make sure you listen to the game on the uh, IU Network, many of these same great stations. You'll hear John, uh, Eric, and Don Fisher. John, thanks so much. Have fun tomorrow. All right. Thanks, Coach. Coming up. Going to talk more college basketball, talking with Mark Forrester about Ball State and Evansville. And we're also going to talk with Rob Blackman, talking about Purdue football and basketball. Stay with us. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. 
I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. If you're wondering just how busy of a sports Saturday it is, we did not get in every score in that five-minute update. I mean, it is just packed today, so let's get right back to it. We ended by telling you Purdue-Fort Wayne got the win over South Dakota 93-81. First of all, the Mastodons are 5-0. Second of all, the win over South Dakota gave them the Arizona tip-off tournament W, they won first place. Purdue-Fort Wayne off to a fabulous start. And Winthrop in Feast Week play. They also got the win over IUPUI 74-61. The Jaguars are 2-3. and UND lost to Lake Superior State today, 64-62 on the hardwood. I already told you in the Division II football playoffs, they also fell to Pittsburgh State, 35-14. Elsewhere, St. Ambrose beat Holy Cross today up north, 76-63. It was Madonna over Indiana Tech, 86-77. Indiana Wesleyan picked up the... 86-74 win over Huntington, and it may be the game of the night at the NAIA level. Grace 86, Marion 75. That's a spectacular ball game. It was Washington U over Hanover today, 77-62. Hampton Sydney beat Rose Holman 80-66. Illinois College got the best of Wabash today, 68-53. It was Trine topping Baldwin-Wallace 76-70, and DePaul picks up a 65-58 victory over Rhodes. By the way, number 10, Florida Atlantic, Dusty May, they lose to Bryant today, 61-52. They play Butler on Thanksgiving. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. We're going to talk some Purdue football coming up in a second. College basketball today, Evansville beats Ball State 74-50 from the uh, Ball State perspective from our great station in Muncie, WMUN's Mark Forrester. Hello, Mark. Hey, co- hey Coach. How are you? Better than the Cardinals, it appears. This was uh, a, a great win for Evansville. Disappointing loss, obviously, for the Cardinals today. Yeah, something about Evansville for Ball State. They haven't won in Evansville since 1954, Coach, and that streak continues. Mm. Uh, 74-50. And, uh, you know, what's crazy is the first half, after the first half, it was a three-point game. And um, uh, myself and Scott Bunnell uh, on the call of this one just kind of talked about, hey, you know, Ball, Ball State's lucky to kind of be hanging around. Well, the floodgates opened immediately when the second half started and Ball State was outscored by 21 points in the second half. They had really done a great job at taking care of the basketball very early in the season, only averaging eight turnovers a game. Uh, they had 18 today, um, and a lot of those coming from the starting lineup. And so it, it, it just kind of – it was a tidal wave. The other the other concern was this. Ball State shot 5 for 12 from three-point range, uh, but the, the rest of, uh, of the buckets right around the rim – they shot under 35%, really, really struggled offensively. You know, you got to give a little credit to Evansville because they made it tough around the rim. But overall, the, the second half just absolutely exploded on Ball State uh, in a not-so-good way. You know what? It's it's early. I understand it. Uh, they've played well uh, at home. It's one of those road trips where you find out a little bit of a uh, little bit about yourself. Some things you don't necessarily like, and and I, I think it's from that standpoint, it's important. But it's clearly disappointing that they weren't a little bit more competitive in this game today. 
You know, and, and it's a good, you know, we, we talked about this on the broadcast at the end of it, saying, you know what, uh, this team has to go through growing pains. And when, when we get to February and we reference this game, are you saying, hey, wow, that was just growing pains and kind of do it with right. a hug and say that they're a much better basketball team? Or is this the point where you said, wow, you've really got to learn about this team and they have a long way to go? And uh, going back to Tuesday, it, it kind of starts here. Ball State, in their, they were 3-0 heading into this matchup today. And two of their wins were over NAIA programs. One of those happened on Tuesday against Oakland City. They won by 41 points. Okay. And, you know, most head coaches, most programs would, would certainly take that win and be very positive right. about it. But Ball State head coach Michael Lewis was not pleased with his team. And even some of the players had mentioned, hey, we didn't play to our standard. And so uh, it really started, and I even talked to Coach pregame asking about practice and after the feelings about Tuesday and maybe not playing to their standard, how they felt coming in. They felt they had a great week of preparation. And so, you know, as much as you talk about Ball State and, and what they were unable to do in this game, I mean, it, it was a big day for Evansville. It was their homecoming day. You know, uh, most uh, most may know they were a five and twenty-seven basketball team last year. They are four and zero to begin the season. They are a very right. good team. Have three uh, Indiana All Stars. A couple of those transferred in. Evansville is going to be a very tough matchup in the Missouri Valley Conference. They were as impressive, impressive as they were was just how much it, it was tough for Cardinals fans to kind of look at the end of December. Ball State and Evansville match up today in college basketball. Evansville gets the better of this one in an impressive fashion. Mark Forrester, thanks so much for the call. Drive safely. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Coach. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much. College football today. Northwestern beat Purdue. IU losing to Michigan State. Rob Blackman with us. Sorry. Uh, Just double-checking with the studio. Uh, College basketball uh, today. Uh, We have a big day tomorrow. IU and uh, uh, UConn uh, at Assembly Hall. Brendan King, your uh, Irish win. Good weekend for that. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of good things happening in college football. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit more about it. Brendan, hold that thought for a second, too. Because uh, – no, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I, Nathaniel, tell me. Go ahead. Nathaniel Finch today, uh, our studio producer, had the uh, University of Indianapolis football team's loss to Pittsburgh State in the Division II term. You got time to talk about this? Sure do. I had uh, the basketball game, actually. The football team's still on oh, the Oh, the basketball ride. game. All right. Probably somewhere. I'm sorry. Missouri. Now, who'd they play in basketball? They had uh, Lake Superior State. Ah, Lake Superior, yeah. The Sioux Lakers kind of beat up on your Greyhounds today. Well, it was a tight one. It was close. It came down to the last shot, and you and he just didn't get a good look, similar to how it went on a loss on Thursday night. So, um, off to a slow start, are they not? One and three. Not what we thought coming into the season at ranked fifth. They were ranked the fifth nationally coming into this? Highest in program history. Yeah, I can tell you. I mean, I saw them play last year at the end, and they were listen. They were impressive. They were they were really good. Uh, love the balance. Love uh, you know their their interior and, and perimeter play. Very balanced guys who can shoot it. Their their bigs can score and defend. Um, 
you got a lot of those guys back. Uh, so I'm sure Coach right now is scratching his head trying to trying to put the pieces together. Yeah, he's what well, wasn't too happy to say the least in our post game interview. And you know, your guy, the All American Jesse Bingham, ten point six rebounds. He played pretty well, but when it came down to that last shot, you know, it's it's kind of that situation, Coach, where you want your best player to have the ball in the final right. seconds, and he passed it. Kind of a poor decision. Didn't get a good shot off, and they weren't able to. They weren't able to win the game. Well, I'll tell you, his father would not have would not have had that difficulty. <laughs> his, his, his father would have pulled the trigger. We may have gone in and may not have, but he would have, he would have pulled the trigger. Tell me about the football team, though. They, they played they played Pittsburgh State today. It did not go well for them, did it? It went better than it did last year. They had the same draw as they did. A nice nine-hour drive or so to Pittsburgh, Kansas, and last year lost 35 nothing. This year it was competitive. They were uh, trailing by a point going into the second quarter. They were only down eight mm-hmm. going into halftime, and then they just couldn't get it done in the second half. They ended up losing 35-14, to 14. but it's better than it went last year, and Coach, you and I were talking about it. This is uh, it's kind of how it goes. Whoever makes it out of the GLVC, you kind of get a tough matchup in the playoffs typically. Right. Well... So who do uh, who do the Hounds play next in men's basketball? They got uh, what should be a winnable game on Wednesday against a team that I'm sure you've heard of, Thomas Moore. Uh huh. Thomas Moore College. That's right. Uh, played him. Um, played him when I was at Frank. Played him when I was in school. Played him when I coached at Franklin College. Did not play him in Indy at IUPUI. Didn't do it. Uh, nice school. They've had good success in these last few years. Beautiful campus. Um, should be very interesting. All right, Nathaniel Finch, what's your next game? When are you working again? I don't know. We'll see when they uh, need some help. The only reason I was calling it today was because everyone was stretched so thin with the Pittsburgh State game, so they had to call in the big guns. Called in the big, yeah, called in the heavy artillery for this one. All right, Nathaniel Finch, our studio producer, a.k.a. Mr. Everything. Well done. Well done, my friend. Coming up, we've got more to talk about college basketball we're going to talk about IUPUI's loss um they're in a tournament down in South Carolina they uh, they played Winthrop today did not win that game also coming up uh Notre Dame with another solid win in college football getting ready to figure out where they're headed bowl wise in the 11 o'clock hour Paul Condry from the Regional Radio Sports Network and I We'll do what we do every Saturday night during the football season. We'll recap high school football from last night. We do have the matchups. Brendan King will have those matchups for the state finals in football coming up this weekend. He's doing the 2A championship game on the IHSAA Champions Radio Network. You'll want to listen to that. It should be a lot of fun. That's a matchup between Fort Wayne Bishop Lures and North Posey. So Brendan has the whole field, start times and all that coming up. But after this scoreboard update, we are coming back to talk about some basketball. This is Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brad. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. 
Brandon King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. As Coach said throughout the night, we're going to give you your times and schedule for the IHSAA Football State Finals, the 51st annual time of the event at Lucas Oil Stadium. Here's how it looks starting on Friday morning. Again, this is the day after Thanksgiving, 11 a.m. start for the Class A state title. 14-0 Adams Central against 12-0 Indianapolis Lutheran. The rematch again, Lutheran back-to-back champs looking for the three-peat. That's followed at 3 o'clock with the 3A state title. So you might have a a three-peat going into 3 p.m. for 3A. Threes are wild. Chatard and Heritage Hills. Chatard, the defending champ at 14-0. Heritage Hills into the dance at 13-1. Then Class 5A finishes the night on Friday evening, 7 o'clock. Fort Wayne Snyder goes against Decatur Central. Decatur Central, the Fighting Eddie Garrisons at 11-2. Fort Wayne Snyder is 12-1. But Fort Wayne Snyder, not the only team from the 2-6-0 to head down to Indianapolis. And that's because to lead off Saturday morning at 11 a.m., the 2A state title, Fort Wayne Bishop Lures against North Posey. Bishop Lures is 11-3. North Posey is 13-1. After today, North Posey took down Southmont, a final of 37-7 in a Saturday semi-state game. 3 p.m. on Saturday afternoon, Class 4A takes stage. Northwood and East Central. East Central defending champs at 14-0. Northwood is 12-2. And 6A at 7 o'clock, 13-0 crown point, and 12-1 Ben Davis to finish things off. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Hey, Brendan King, the uh, Adam Central Lutheran matchup. Yeah. Three straight years. I know. That's something. Never been done before in well, the state. I, Think I, about it. I can't Two teams, wait. three straight times. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, I can't wait to hear you and Paul talk about that one because uh, I'm going to yeah, get to yeah. enjoy. I'm going to get to enjoy that one. Just kind of as a spectator, I don't have any responsibilities until obviously the big show uh, next Friday because I'm hanging with you both nights, and then I'm calling the two-way game. So I'm kind of just chilling at Lucas Oil watching the uh, first three. So I'm looking forward to just being a spectator and enjoying some ball. You might have the best gig going. It's not bad. It's not bad. South Bend, South Bend Cubs, and hanging out on Indiana Sports Talk and working the IHSAA. Um, I want to be. I'm thinking about being you in my next life. I'm just giving that'd be a sweet life right there. I'll sign you up. All right. So, um, Colts are off. Yeah. What are what what? So, who do they play when they come back? Who do they play next week? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be an awesome weekend at Lucas Oil because, of course, you got three games Friday, three games yeah, Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Then Tampa yep. Bay comes in on Sunday. Oddly enough, Coach, it's the second time in three years that Tampa Bay is at Lucas Oil Stadium on the Sunday of the state championships. And the right, last right. time, of course, that happened, that was two years ago in 2021, where a guy named uh-huh. Tom Brady played his last game at Lucas <laughs> Oil Stadium. Yeah. just want to remind everyone that uh, the Colts are the only NFL franchise to sponsor state tournament football games of high schools in their state. We're the, we're the only ones. Yeah. Um, that, that, that ought to matter to you. Okay. You ought to let that sink in and, and appreciate, uh, what we have here in Indiana. And, you know, in many respects, when our kids go out and play for championships, they're playing on world-class facilities for championships, you know, basketball, obviously at Gamebridge, 
Lucas Oil for your for your football, how much better can it get? Literally, you just go top to bottom. You're playing on world class facilities, big time professional facilities. That you think about Illinois, they, they play outdoors. Yeah. Okay. Their state finals in football, they're outdoors. Well, coach, think let, me, about let me tell you something. So I was not a football player, but I was lucky enough to have my high school. Of course, I'm not from here, Lincoln Way East. Go to the state championship my senior year. I was lucky enough to broadcast it uh, against Glenn Bard West. Glenn Bard West beat us, and it was an instant classic game. But I sat, there was no room in the press box, Coach, at the University right. of Illinois. So right. I sat on a table outside where I could see my breath with every word broadcasting the game. <laughs> and t- let me tell you something. I-, I was thankful to do it, but I thought that was the norm. And then I came here, and I saw what the mm-hmm. IHSAA does. Um, which this is no disrespect at all to the state of Illinois. I love where I'm from. I love my heritage, but there is nothing like what the IHSAA does here. Yeah, you need to step up your game there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't make the you're decisions. Gonna, they they told me yeah. as a 17 year old kid, hey, you right. can go broadcast this. I was right. I was on it. I had my dad <laughs> drive me down. My mom and dad right. drove me down. They stood outside for two hours in the freezing cold, oh, and, and we did goodness. the thing. We did the thing. So you're not going to stand outside in the cold uh, for the two-way championship game. <laughs> That's not you'll the be, plan, uh, no. Yeah, you'll be indoors yeah. um, with every amenity you could ask for. Uh, the big screen, the wide, the, the big screen, the massive screens, uh, and all the other stuff. Okay, I got it. So um, that's coming up. So the you're going to do those finals. And we've had some great matchups. Big mm-hmm. matchup tomorrow, though. College college basketball, UConn and IU. I think this yeah. will be very interesting. Well, Coach, UConn is the type of school and team that IU is going to have to go through at some point down the road if they want to get to where they want to be, right? I mean, UConn is the cream of the crop, not just because they're the right. national champion, but they play in one of the best conferences in the country, might be the best conference right. in the Big East. Um, and again, if IU wants to hang a Final Four banner, at some point, they're going to have to go through the UConn-type team, a Kansas, a UConn, a North Carolina, whoever, and they're going to have to win that big one. So this is a great benchmark for a young IU team. Oh, I think yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah I mean, you heard is. John Herrick talk about whether Xavier Johnson's going to play. I, you know, the game gets 10 times harder if Xavier Johnson's not going to play. But uh, it's a great test for an IU team that, again, is going to have to go through these types of teams if they want to get back to where they were during the night era. All right, let's change topics. Tell me about Purdue's uh, lost in Northwestern today. Yeah, no Hudson card, so that seemingly, um, you know, took down the game. I, I was broadcasting, coach, the Indiana State women's game, so I didn't get a chance to watch it live. But uh, all right, so, hold, same, hold on, hold on. Yeah, just tell tell me about the Indiana State women's game. Let's talk about that. We're giving love to everybody today. Yeah, giving, giving love to everybody. Yeah, solid game. Yeah. Uh, it was a bit all over the place, coach. Um, played Wright State, and actually Wright State only an eight-win team last year, but yeah, they were right. they were second. In, believe this, they were an eight-win team last year, but they were second in the nation in three-point percentage. So they just Yikes. fire threes, and that's the right. same case. Uh, their coach, her name is Carrie Hoffman. Uh, at her school, she was a Division two player. She's the all-time leading three-point maker at her school. Now a coach, and she has led. Wright State to being a prolific women's basketball shooting team. So, yeah, Wright State had a great day shooting the ball. They made nine threes by the end of the third quarter. But Indiana State, they did cut it to five points in the fourth quarter. Wright State able to pull away, though, and Wright State pulled off the win. 
You had a good time. All right, Purdue, Northwestern, Northwestern. This, uh, you know, without, is Card out for next week, too? Is he playing in the bucket or not? No word, at least that I've seen. But, yeah, no Hudson Card today. So is Ryan Brown and Bennett, or excuse me, Bennett Meredith uh, combining mm-hmm. at quarterback today. 140 yards. They did not have a touchdown between the two of them. They threw two picks. So, you know, Hudson mm. Card, of course, I mean, that guy is – a capable college quarterback he started his career at texas for a reason and having him out of the equation that's tough for purdue even against the northwestern team that uh, struggled from the start of the year what what happened with the scandal with pat fitzgerald i mean they have never had any juice but they played well today and uh, a couple losses for iu and purdue now a bucket game next week where both teams are going to be hungry and um, you know uh, obviously iu is already out of bowl eligibility purdue hanging by threads so um, you know interesting bucket game where both teams are kind of out of it yeah, both teams uh, are just not very good. Uh, let, let's call it as <laughs> that, it is. That, that also works. Uh, I mean, no, uh, I mean it's well, and it's um, it's perplexing to be honest. I'm, I'm not a I'm not a football coach, um, but I do uh, understand how you build programs, not just individually but collectively as a as a former athletic director and a former conference. Um, um, uh, I, I mean, worked in a league office running all the basketball to Horizon League for seven years. I, I understand how you build and how you put all that together and how you're able to do that and what it takes to do it. Um, and it's just, it's frustrating. Uh, I'm not an IU alum. I'm not a Purdue alum. Everyone know, knows that. And so, but as a state, we, I think I said this last night, things are great in our state football-wise when the Colts are playing well, when IU, Purdue, Notre Dame are playing well. You know, it, it, I, I think it, 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 it's good for all of us when they play well. Similarly, in basketball, Pacers are playing well, IU, Purdue, um, you know, Indiana State, Ball State. It, when, every, when they're playing well, that's good. And so, you know, it's um, – and I do not. I I I may I'm swimming against the tide on this. I'm not a believer in well, you can't win um, at an IU because it's a basketball school. I don't believe that. I don't. I don't believe that for one minute. I don't believe. I never believe that. Uh, they have the they have the money. They have the resources. They should be able to win. And, you know, the whole idea of, of you know, you can only have – you're either a football or a basketball team, no such thing, never believed it, don't see the data to support it. And I can give you numbers of uh, schools where that's not the case. But it's it's disappointing, to say the least. I think that's very well said, Coach. All right, brother. Scoreboard update. Are you, are you worn out yet? You've been doing all oh, the I'm work I'm ready to tonight. roll. Ready to roll. You sure? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that music sounds like it's time for you to roll with another scoreboard update. When we come back after that scoreboard update, we're going to talk about Notre Dame. You'll be fired up. Lynn Clark's going to join me. We're going to talk about Notre Dame and Wake Forest. So be prepared. Here comes Brendan King. I'm Brendan. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. 
Justin King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. College football today, number 19, Notre Dame, a Jackal and Hyde season. They were very much the better part of the Jackal and Hyde today. 45-7 over Wake Forest in the 500th game ever at Notre Dame Stadium. Sam Hartman got his revenge against his former Demon Deacons, 21-29, 277 yards. He had four touchdowns and zero picks. Audric Estime, his fifth 100-yard rushing game of the year, finished 115 yards, 22 carries, plus a touchdown. Michigan State got the win over Indiana in Bloomington today, 24-21. Brendan Soresby was solid, two touchdowns, no picks, 197 yards, but a missed field goal by IU with two seconds to go. Finished the game, and Michigan State took a knee and iced out the rest of the time. Northwestern got the 23-15 victory over Purdue. No Hudson card for the Boilers. 140 yards of passing for Ryan Brown and Bennett Meredith combined today. No touchdowns, two picks for them. So both IU and Purdue coming off losses for the bucket game next Saturday at noon in West Lafayette. Ball State over Kent State today in big fashion. That was a final of 34-3. The Cardinals rushed for 300 yards. 140 of those belonged to Marquez Cooper. Elsewhere, in a battle of the Bulldogs, Drake took down Butler 13-9. Drake won the Pioneer League. They're in the FCS playoffs. Southern Illinois 38, Indiana State 9 today. It was St. Thomas, Minnesota over Valparaiso 16-10. Iowa beat Illinois 15-13, which means the Hawkeyes head to Indianapolis for the Big Ten Championship. They'll see either Ohio State or Michigan. Those two battle next week without Jim Harbaugh. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Notre Dame beating Wake Forest 45-7 today. Very impressive win. Irish 101's Lynn Clark joined me. Lynn, it looks like the Irish took out a little bit of frustration, if you will, on the Demon Deacons this afternoon. Well, they did it in the second half by putting up 28 points. It was 17-7 at the half. But Brendan King did a great job of summarizing Sam Hartman and Audric Estime's performance. But let me mm-hmm. give you some other insight into the game. Uh, freshman wide receiver Ricos Flores Jr. became the first Irish wide receiver to go over the century mark since the Fiesta Bowl back in 2022. But it was the Irish defense and the special teams that once again rose to the occasion. The defense holding the Demon Deacons to under 100 yards passing. Special teams blocked a field goal attempt by Wake Forest. And in the second half to begin the second half, Notre Dame recovers an onside kick. So really it was a total Mm. team effort on the offense, defensive side, and special teams. Mm -hmm. So the trifecta today for the Fighting Irish as they go to 8-3. and That's great. I mean, it comes at a good time. You had some time off, so now you, you, you're back. Uh, you, you, for them, I, I think they're clearly looking at the fact that they've got a lot of football to play, and let's go out here and, and do well. And you have to feel great for Sam Hartman. I mean, the kind of day he had uh, was, you know, the one you kind of hoped you'd, you'd see more of, uh, not to be, you know, uh, to denigrate Sam Hartman, but he had a tremendous day today. Well, 277 yards, four touchdowns. I was a little skeptical. I thought he might see a Wake Forest jersey and maybe try to throw it to one of those guys. But (laughs) a little slow start, but he he really finished strong. And uh, his first and only appearance at Notre Dame Stadium this year, this season, this is uh, his last game, if you will, with the Fighting Irish at home. And uh, the crowd really embraced him. And uh, he became a fan favorite. So uh, a great addition to the program this year. 
And uh, he really set the tone uh, for the Fighting Irish. As Sam Hartman went, so did the Fighting Irish. So a couple of hiccups during the season, but one more game next week out in Palo Alto against Stanford. Notre Dame with a chance to go to 9-3. and three. And then there were representatives from the Reliquis Bowl as well as the Pop-Tarts Bowl. So either Tampa or Orlando, possible teams to play Notre Dame. You're looking at Tennessee and maybe even a matchup with Brian Kelly's LSU Tigers. <laughs> Tell me it's not true. It Really? <laughs> that is a possibility, but you know how it goes. We need to get through all these end-of-the-season games. But Notre Dame controls its own destiny, uh, a win against Stanford next week, and a win of the bowl game. Then they've got 10 wins in uh, Market Sherman's second season. But uh, right now, this is the time of year we'll find out who is going to be leaving and uh, who is uh, possibly going to be transferring. So it's going to be an interesting next couple of weeks as Notre Dame will start getting ready for finals, and then we start looking at the bowls and where Notre Dame might end up. But kind of a disappointing year from an Irish fan's perspective, but they have a chance to really finish on a strong note. He's uh, Dr. Lynn Clark from Irish 101. Notre Dame 45-7 winners. Over Wake Forest, Lynn, it's always great to have you. Thank you so much for staying up late. Enjoy the week. You too, Bob. Thanks so much. Um, Dr. Clark is fantastic. It's interesting. They, they have a chance to win 10 games. That would be a disappointing season. <laughs> it's just, um, it's uh, it's a matter of perspective, I suppose. Coming up, we've got more football to talk about in the this next hour. It's going to be of the high school variety. Um, it's uh, Paul Condry, our normal Saturday night conversation about all things high school football related, where we recap last night's fun night of semi-state championships and set the stage for next weekend's State Finals at Lucas Oil Stadium. Brendan has done a nice job of letting you know who's going to be playing whom and when and where. So stay with us. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven the number two savelives.org. Studio producer tonight, Nathaniel Finch. Uh, Great job, as always. Earlier today, Nathaniel had the uh, University of Indianapolis men's basketball matchup. Um, tough day for the Hounds. They lost to Lake Superior. The Sioux Lakers, what was the final in this game, Nathaniel? It was 62-60. Uh, to 60. Mm. That's a team out of what we call the uh, GLIAC, uh, Great Lakes Intercollegiate Athletic Conference, playing the GLVC. Um Hounds have chances to win and don't and aren't able to capitalize. Is that right? Yeah. Well, I understand what you're saying. Well, trust me when I tell you they matter. Well, right, right. <laughs> you know, yeah, they but do. But you're, now, not, you're not losing. Right. You'll get into your conference part of it uh, coming up soon. All right, Nathaniel, you had a good time. You enjoyed being there. Always. Back home, yeah, back you know back that. at the old school for a second. You and your IUPUI games. It's always a blast. There you go. All right, Brendan King. Brendan King, everyone, is doing the 2A matchup at Lucas Oil Stadium this coming weekend. He'll have North Posey uh, and their matchup with Fort Wayne Bishop Lures. I just sent a text to my son-in-law down in Naples. Mm -hmm. Uh, He is a Lures graduate, so he is is fired up. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He uh, he was a basketball player, played basketball at Lures, um, played football his freshman or I think sophomore year, but was more of a basketball guy. So um, you're, you're all set, ready to go. Is this the first state finals in football you've done? No, I've done each of the last three years. So uh, my first one was okay. 21. Uh, last year I had the Shatar game, and then this year I got, uh, as you said, North Bosey uh. and Lures. All right, you've been doing these scoreboard updates all night long, doing them well. Who's the hottest basketball, college basketball team in the state of Indiana right now? Right now, I mean, you got to go Purdue-Fort Wayne, Coach. They're 5-0. and They just won their Feast yeah. Week tournament. They won the Arizona yeah. tip-off, beating South Dakota tonight, 93-81. The Mastodons, Coach, are 5-0. and John Kaufman is the most unheralded coach in our state. The guy can absolutely coach basketball. I'm just telling you. I mean, he's a fantastic coach. His teams uh, are always always good, Um, fun to watch. He's a great guy to be around. And uh, I thought I'd give some love to the Dons. Uh, that's that's big. Evansville had no problem with Ball State today. How about Notre Dame Auburn? Who, Who won that one? Uh, was that today, Coach? I didn't see that in the. Maybe maybe it's not today. Southern uh-huh. Indiana played LaSalle. Yeah, I got uh, LaSalle over Southern Indiana by a penny, seventy nine, seventy eight. Oh, uh, that's too bad. Yeah, my IUPUI guys uh, ran into the wrong team. Yeah, Winthrop can shoot. Winthrop, it. they can shoot it. Yeah, they yeah yeah they can. They absolutely can. All right, Brendan King, scoreboard update. Thank goodness you're the star of the show. And again, I'm I'm okay with my job of getting everyone from Brendan King to Brendan King. It's fun. It's a fun way to spend the night. We're back. Top of the hour scoreboard update coming up with Brendan King on Indiana Sports Talk.